I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, Maddie. <laughs> oh, no, I needed it. Okay. Hi, Maddie. <laughs> the chaos has already started. Hello, Nick. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's been like... Just two months. I think maybe longer. I think it might have been like two and a half. You don't need to make it worse than it is. You're so dramatic all the time. <laughs> I'm just um, making things out constantly to be welcome worse. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. Yes. I'm Hello. Nicholas. <laughs> I'm Madison. <laughs> and this is not where we normally record. No, we've moved on. We've moved past it. I we've feel like grown. you're talking so loud. I feel like you're talking so loud. You're talking, I don't know. I'm talking in normal. Okay, so this is the problem. Maybe we should get headphones. Guys, we're working shit out live on air. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, we, look, so look, big news. Madison, me, sold the recording studio. Well, I sure studio. as hell ain't Madison. <laughs> yeah, I sold the recording studio that we were recording from. Um, so it's still going in Paddington, in Queensland. <laughs> because but- she said, I'm not going to let myself be capitalism's bitch. I'm going to make capitalism my bitch. Yeah, something along those lines. That's definitely what was going through my head. Um, (laughs) Fuck them kids and fuck you too. Anyway, you know the TikTok sound. I don't, but I believe you. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. We have vastly different TikToks, babe. You really don't know that sound. I really don't know that sound. Okay, I'm not crazy. That's It's popular. Okay, well, those two things aren't exclusive. It can be popular and you can be crazy. I think it's offensive to say crazy now, though. I think it is true. Unhinged. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway, long story short, I've sold the studio and I now have, like, this cute little at-home office. Yeah. this is where we're recording from now. We bought a new setup. We're using, like, a whole Spent a billion dollars on microphones and laptops (laughs) and every fucking thing in between. Me, personally, for this office? Yes, I did. That's really true. I spent a lot of money, but... We didn't spend that much money on the recording stuff, did we? We literally each bought a laptop and a microphone. Maybe not specifically for recording. I was going to say, I bought the laptop for more than this. <laughs> but it's more impressive if we say we bought it for this. This is what being made capitalism's bitch looks like. I've never made it a secret <laughs> that I'm a little bitch, okay? I'm glad everyone That's public is domain. All on That's public same. domain, like Winnie the Pooh, public knowledge. <laughs> That we run out of the copyright, anyone can use it. Period dot. <laughs> Apparently Agatha Christie's first book is um public domain now. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, Elephant in the Room is that we Working yeah, things we're in a very different place. It. We are. We are kind of welcoming you to a new and improved WTFIH. So we are. Uh we took the opportunity of moving studios and taking a break to completely, well, not completely, but to revamp the pod. It's true. So yeah. we're using different software and stuff. We're using a different structure. Um, yeah. 
maybe, who knows, you'll be seeing a different angle of us where you can see our <laughs> double chins in all their glory. <laughs> Um, I'm absolutely just refusing to look at it. I'm like, I'm so looking fair. at Nick I only. pretend I do not see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's um, in my peripheral, so, so it doesn't fair. count. Yeah. Did you watch the peripheral on Amazon? No, I didn't. I Is watched like seven Chloe? of the nine episodes and didn't finish it. Oh, well, that's not uncommon for you. So why did you not finish it? Um, I'm, No, it was renewed. So it's not because of my thing with endings. Right. I I, it's not because I don't like ending shows and shit. So it was just bad? It was just... But you watched seven. Boring. So it can't have been that. Oh. I think I slept through most of them. Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a different format. We're gonna um, hopefully have more guests. We're gonna. Sorry. What are you it's doing? Like I thought it was on because it looks like it's on from this angle. Yeah, the new iPhones have an always on. That's horrific. Display, like the watches. Anyway, Horrifying. you're already off track. Sorry, I was trying to fix things. You're the one who talked. <sighs> Whatever. Um, uh, bing, bang, bong. Ding, dang, dong. Okay. <laughs> you haven't even seen that and you know the word. That's, that's, that's what we call fault. culture. <laughs> Pop culture moments. Um, uh, so we don't really know what we sound like right now. We're hoping it's super high quality, mm. delicious, smooth on the ears. Um, Can't tell any difference from... Yeah. The $3,000 setup in the studio. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but hopefully it sounds good, and I guess we'll find out, won't we? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're excited to be back. We are. So the new structure we're thinking is really like half an episode, catching up on just a few pop culture topics each yep. week that are kind of relevant. Yes. Um, and then for the second half of the episode, ex- either expanding yes. on one of those topics, if it kind of needs deep diving. Yep. Um... Or picking a topic that's some way, yeah, kind of loosely threaded, connected yeah, to um, something in the week. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this week specifically, we're kind of just going to catch up for maybe 15, 20 minutes and then, well, then we're we going to do, do we're gonna, we do have a big topic. We do. Um, and to be honest, we are, as per usual, on a tight schedule, though today it's not because we're going to the movies, it is because we're going to see Harry Styles in concert. So true. It's very exciting, so. It is exciting. It's stressful. It is stressful! (laughs) Nick and I, honestly, we haven't talked about it for, like, eight months, and then this one, last week, we've been like, what are we going to do? The logistics of this? Because it's not in our city. So, wait, let's break it down. This is topic number one. Okay. (laughs) So... Mr. Styles, one. We love you. That wasn't my one, but sure. <laughs> okay, one, we love anyway. you. Two, um, Mr. Styles has decided to come to Australia in February, summer. Which is like statistically the hottest month in Australia. Which actually it's the last day of summer. It is actually, it is. So, <laughs> you're you have approximately like... You'll be three hours outside of autumn and that makes us You have mad. approximately nine hours <laughs> to sing... <laughs> And listen to Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer. And then legally, legally you can't listen to it anymore because it won't be summer if you're in Australia. Wow. So then you have to wait until December 1st. Do you know one of the weirdest things the US does is that their seasons don't start? Bitch, I am so (laughs) fucking well versed on this topic. It's something I should know nothing about, but I know everything. They're not the weird ones. Are we the weird ones? We're the weird ones. Stop. Are we the only country in the world who does it normally? When they say, gonna go down under, upside down, because it's on the other side of the world and shit. In this case, we actually are backwards. Are we really? Does everyone else start like on the solstice? two countries in the world. There's two different systems that are 
the seasons, the four seasons can be split in two, and it's the meteorological one. Is that ours? Or the astrological. We go by the meteorological. That sounds way more actually scientific, so we're correct, I feel like. Well, no, it's essentially... We go based on dates. Yeah. So the beginning, the first of the month starts a new season. Makes sense. And the end of the season is the final day of the month. Makes complete sense. Literally every other country in the world, except I think there's maybe three that are the mm. same as us. New Zealand's not even the same as us, really. Really? Um, they follow the moon. The, yeah, they um, do the solstice, right? Yeah, yeah. The phases of the shit and all that. So they're like, the summers and the shit start in the middle of the month on the 15th or the 20th horrific. or whatever. And it's like... Absolutely horrific. But How technically... How are you supposed to know? I get pissed off when I don't know about Easter every year. Because I'm like, who knows when Easter's going to be? If I had to guess every single year when a season was going to start, I'd kill myself. <laughs> and that's and then, that on that. <laughs> and then you would be resurrected. Would I? Because Easter. Oh my god. Oh, you're not religious, are you? No, I'm not. Me neither, but I, I had 12 years of Catholic yeah, school, yeah, so I know yeah. fucking know my shit. Can I just, I'm okay, just not to like way, isolate sorry. people, I need to go. Not to like isolate people immediately, but like, I had 12 years of Catholic education, like raised yeah. Catholic. Technically, I've been baptized and communion and confirmation and all that. But like, isn't that a bit silly? Yes. That people believe there's a god. <laughs> okay, we're not going to get into the metaphysical today. I mean, better not. <laughs> I, okay, so I actually also went to a Catholic primary school. Right. But um, weren't you one of the 10% they have to let in that's not Catholic? Okay, well, this is this is kind of going to be my story. Sorry, Sorry spoilers. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> I'll have a drink while you tell your story. Okay, so, so okay. it starts with we, you, we grew up on a farm near this town called Nimbin, which is like the weed capital of Australia. Anyway, we got sent to a public school for one term. Mum went and did a stint in the tuck shop at this school. I thought you were about to say jail. No. Mum did a stint in prison. No, she did. She went to the tuck shop one day and they were all smoking weed as they were making the tuck sock sandwiches and mum pulled us out that exact term. That is term. so deeply She was iconic. like, I'm sending them to the only private school in this town which happened to be a Catholic school. And so they weren't letting in non-Catholics into this school. That's illegal. But it started with, well, they, I don't know. This was like 25 years ago. Whenever I'm only 25, 20 years ago. <laughs> this was like 45 years ago when you were born. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they were. Well, we did get let Oh, yeah. In. So like the next seven months, we're the same age. Love that for us. Six, um, seven months. So it starts with he introduces himself as Father Max, the priest, because their priest is at the interviews <laughs> for letting students in as well as the principal. Do you, was he like a cool priest? I mean, I thought he was cool when I was younger. Because he can be like, hey, I'm Father Max, and at my church services, we raise the roof <laughs> to the max. I don't remember that. That would have been really good. He anyway, would have been so Could you let me tell my story? I know it's long, but... Anyway, and Ma- he goes, I'm Father Max. And mum goes, I already have a father. I will just be calling you Max. And he was like, okay. And then the other iconic part of this story is that he, so again, we're not baptized. He goes, would you consider having your kids baptized to get them to come to the school? And mum was like, what I think you're saying is, can I afford to pay the school fees? And the answer right. is yes. And iconic, he was yes. like, yes. I've heard this so, story. Anyway, you have heard that part. It's yeah. so true. What? The Catholic Church, are they going to be more concerned about morals and keeping the Catholic integrity or money? So true. And the answer is And covering money. up many, many abuses. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. Um, 
cute fun fresh. Is Father Max where why you find the priest in flea bag so hot? I mean, I want, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I so I, didn't expect you to give like an actual thoughtful, <laughs> in-depth look into your psyche. Well, I'm gonna say no because obviously I was young and I didn't have a concept of attraction back then. However, right. you know, early figure of authority, so he could be one of many influences. You never know. Not influences? Are you talking like Charlie D'Amelio? Obviously. She and Father Max are my two sources of a priest kick. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning. Um, what were we even talking about? What was the topic? I don't know. Catholicism? God? Harry Styles. That's true. We were originally... Yeah. So Harry Styles came in summer. Astrological, all that <laughs> right, shit. Right, of course. Of okay, course, I, it's all yeah, coming it's together. It's all coming together. Like in Sherlock when you hear it all like on screen. Anyway. Um, yeah, Harry Styles decided to come in summer. That's mm. roadblock number one. Mm. Roadblock number two. All right, the stress. Is for some unknown reason, he's decided that his one Queensland show will be in the Gold Coast Stadium, not yes. the Brisbane Stadium. Brisbane being the capital city of Queensland, for those who don't and know. And also kind of just the hub of where artists really it's, go, because it's a bit more central than the Gold Coast. Yeah, it is very, very, very uncommon. Like, I can't think of any major artist that's gone to the Gold Coast over Brisbane. I was going to read an article about it, but then I was behind a paywall, and so I didn't <laughs> read it. <laughs> it's the 21st century experience. I know. 21st? Yeah. Um... I'm not smart. Don't <laughs> shut up. Um, I said nothing. <laughs> so that already is an issue. The, the the third roadblock is that the Gold Coast City Council are fucking fascist dictators. <laughs> I'd love to see where you're going with this part of the story. The way that they are fucking controlling the fucking transport and traffic system in yes. the Gold Coast. Let me fucking park. Yeah. Let me park. It it does seem to be a little bit unhinged because, okay, so what the, there is two massive car parks at this stadium, formerly known as Metricon, now known as Heritage Bank. And I don't know why I felt the need to add that little detail in, but it's there. Um, two massive car parks there. And usually if you're going to an event at the stadium, they have them open and you can use them. They have dedicated parts of this to allocated disability parking which is super fair but there is like honest to god thousands of car parks i genuinely don't know what they're doing with all of the rest of the car parks why are they closed i mean the reason they're closed is so that the traffic isn't fucked up before and after the concert i mean i but however like, how is that any different to a football game right and if we go to the, like the um brisbane convention next ex- exhibition center is that where the yeah, usually yeah. are yeah the traffic is bad, but it's not that horrific when everyone's leaving. No, it's not. It's really not. So instead, I mean, the, the Gold Coast Council is making people park at either a nearby train station or a nearby public park. Yes. Like, sorry, public parking space, like rideshare area. Um, I think they actually really want people to get public transport. I think this is what they're doing. They're trying to encourage people to do that, which... Okay, cool. I'm not getting a train from the Gold Coast to Brisbane at 11 p.m. at night. It's not fucking happening. No, they're only running them from like um, 10, 9.50 till like 11.10 or something. Mm. So with the amount of fucking people coming from Brisbane, because I'm assuming the majority of people yeah. going to this concert are coming from Brisbane, not the Gold Coast. Um, 
if majority of them catch the train, then that's... I know. They're pushing it. They are pushing it. They're really pushing and it. And I don't want to risk missing a train. I don't want to miss getting on the la- miss uh risk getting on the last train and being home at like yeah. five AM. Yeah. Um Ugh. I can think of nothing worse. So anyway, long story short, we're driving down to the Gold Coast. Yeah, so we're parking at one of the things, we're probably gonna have to catch a shuttle in. <laughs> yeah. And eat but even the shuttles, I'm so worried because they're gonna be like packed to the brim yeah. and taking forever, and then we're gonna have to wait for forever afterwards. Technically, there's a space where you can get Ubers and taxis. Yes. But what are the chances and what are the prices? At what cost, Madison? Honestly, it will be so much less stressful for us. Sorry, now we're just brainstorming this again live (laughs) on the pod. But it will be so much less stressful for us to get a shuttle or something back to wherever we park rather than an Uber or a taxi because they're fucking ridiculous. Like, just in my experience from, like, leaving sports games and stuff. Uh, Okay, hetero. (laughs) I know. Literally, sorry to, again, derail this, but a TikTok came up of a Formula One driver today. Um, um, I think it was Lewis Hamilton who was talking about, like, how he's really out... Well, the interviewer asked You sound like Snoopy Snoopy vibes. About... I don't know what you're saying. It was was about... He asked him about, like... um, being outspoken about LGBT rights oh, in anti-LGBT countries. Slay the house down. Beach, I know, and mama. I was like, do I have a crush on a sports person? Who am I? <laughs> I can't. I know. That's so, so 2002 of you. It really is. It's disgusting, but wild. it's fine. We'll move past it, everyone. Sure. <laughs> um. So are there any other poppy culture topics you wanted to chitty chatty about well, n- no. There was like a bunch of drama about Machine Gun Kelly and <sighs> Megan Fox. There was recently. Potentially, um, I mean, I have no idea up. what was going on there. But, but now she's like refuted it and she's like, no, nah, we're cancelling. So let's not even do that. The drama of it, honestly, um, it was all just very iconic in like a sad way. Period. Doc. Oh, there's current drama about um, Selena versus Haley. I don't and want to Kylie, talk about that because I don't know anything about it. Oh, I can tell you the story, but it's horrific. I don't want to know. Like it's just, I just don't it's care. Very boring. So I, I saw this morning Haley Bieber made an Instagram story and used a song that has a version that features Selena Gomez, but she didn't use the version that features Selena Gomez, so she did it on purpose to be like. I haven't heard that part of the anyway, story, but I'm out of the loop on that, and that's how I want to be. <laughs> Um, it's pretty ridiculous. Period. Dot. <laughs> um, I want to talk about better pop culture moments, like oh my Ariana Debose hosting the Baftas. Is this the Angela Bassett did the thing? Viola Davis, my, my woman, woman king. king. Is that what it is? Blanchard, Kate, you're a genius. Okay, the only thing that I know Jamie about that Lee, is Jamie Lee, you're all of us. Those two lines. I don't know anything else about it. Okay, well, I'm going to take advantage of this new system and play the clip that's gone viral. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I can think. I literally, I walk around the house. Angela Bassett did the thing. Honestly, I literally cannot. My favorite part stop. about it is um, all of the celebrities in the crowd, kind of just like awkwardly smiling and nodding yeah. along. It's so fucking funny. It's, everyone's awkward, and then the last one's um, Jamie Lee Curtis, and she's yeah. like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> it's so iconic. It's so funny. Um, okay, let's share that. Share. Okay, are you ready? Let's see if this works. Oh, 
That definitely That absolutely did not work. And you know how I know is because of that like ringing. That was just that feedback that was just happening. Well, that's fine. They can listen to it on their own time. But we just listen to it and we stan. Look, I'll um. 11 out of 10. I'm obsessed with Ariana DeBose. I think she's a phenomenal actress. I think she's a phenomenal person. Um, I was obsessed with her in West Side Story. And I was so stoked that she won the Oscar last year. Um, I don't know why she was hosting a British rewards show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I or why don't, she was singing a song. I don't know why she wasn't provided um, a writer's room for the hosting usually they get a writer's room where they come up with the plan for the thing and write jokes and shit um <laughs> but basically she's done interviews now and she said i was just told to have fun and celebrate uplift women bless so that's what we did me and my team just like wrote it for fun and why not so that's what they did and that's why we like the song blanchette kate you're a genius it wouldn't have changed anything if she just said, Kate Blanchett, you're a genius. <laughs> Jamie Lee, you are all of us. You know? It's true. What's the point? My point is she made so many choices. <laughs> she did make so many choices. Carrie and so Carrie funny. with the C. <laughs> and then, like, Anna de Armas gets, Anna girl, you were great and blonde. Yeah, and Carrie iconic. gets Carrie with a C. Iconic. So many iconic choices. I'm just choices. so deeply obsessed. And Same. I think a lot of news outlets are reading the internet's obsession with this moment as hate. Interesting. But all I've seen is people being obsessed with it. and Yeah, same. I don't know. Especially in the queer community online, it feels very much like we're laughing with her. Oh, yeah. Not at her. She's also queer. She's, like, got a, a fiancé who's a woman and shit like that. Iconic. Um, I mean, that's definitely <laughs> also... I wouldn't say I'm strictly in the queer community. I wouldn't say I'm also strictly in the gross hetero community but like <laughs> the circles that i've been seeing are all people like yeah Obsessed. genuinely enjoying it um i also did see angela bassett just win an award and mm-hmm. she was like angela i guess angela bassett did do the thing which mm-hmm. i was like queen we'll love that for you and uh, the most iconic part is that that was her third award of the night iconic <laughs> i know um uh, so yeah i don't know i just i'm obsessed and i need people to know that it's laughing with her not at her she's yes. on the joke yeah, sure. She wrote the fucking song. Of course she's in on the joke. But also she's been on social media sharing memes and stuff. Love that for her. Like, and talking in interviews about it. But she doesn't give a fuck because it was fun and... It was. The gays love it, so that's that's all the confirmation she needs that it that's was iconic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 11 out of 10. And that's, that's kind of a sneak preview of what the topic is going to be potentially next week that we talk about is, like, awards show moments mm. that, like... A controversial or iconic or batshit. Like, I remember so vividly, I think it was early last year, I mentioned the 2009 VMAs yes. when Taylor Kanye Swift. West interrupted Taylor Swift on the and Maddie mm. had no idea what I was talking about. You know, I didn't, but I have not been able to stop thinking about it since you told me. <laughs> so, for some. The amount of references for I For some reason, well. in her farm, public, <laughs> then Catholic schoolgirl life, Maddie went like 15 years without. 
hearing a single thing about Kanye West and Taylor Swift at the 2009 VMAs. Pretty much. Which is also the same VMAs in which Lady Gaga gave the best performance of all time. So Is that the blood one? Yeah. Yeah. You you told me about that one too. <laughs> so I just... I don't get how you would go so long without having such a vital piece of pop culture. Yeah, me and either. And Joe did the thing. <laughs> Sorry, my intrusive thoughts keep winning with this fucking song. It's it is catchy. It is catchy. It is an earworm. Period. Okay. Well, I also saw a tweet recently that was like, it was just like, this year at the Oscars, um, Will Smith has the opportunity to be the funniest person on the planet. <laughs> I was like... What? Like, if he repeats what he did oh, last he's banned. year. I everyone in the comments was like he's banned and she was like I didn't say it wouldn't be hard but <laughs> oh god <laughs> well people are actually saying um, Ariana DeBose won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress last year mm. which technically means this year she should be presenting Best Supporting Actress oh is that how in they which do case that? Angela Bassett's nominated actually they're all nominated <gasps> so if Angela Bassett well, does win for Black Panther Wakanda Forever as she should she has the chance to really do the thing. <laughs> to also be the funniest person alive. <laughs> Very that. <laughs> what uh, if they both, what if she won and then her and Ariana just like broke into the song? The song. That would definitely be a slay. Iconic. The boots. That is what the Oscars, I like, that's what the Oscars need to do to get viewership, to be to stupid. Be honest. It is. Be camp. Yeah. Okay, anyway, shall we move on to our topic? We've been going for 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, I just want to bring up one thing is that, um, actually, no, I'll save that for my what the fuck of the week. Oh, fuck. I don't have one of those. That's because you're a dumb bum. Anyway. Okay. This week, our topic is, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. No talking. Ready? Oh, no. Okay, wait. No, no talking. Ready? Sorry. Our topic this week <laughs> for discussion is romance movies. Mm-hmm. Why did I say romance like that? Romance <laughs> movies and chemistry between the two um, yes. leading actors. Yes. I'm excited. I'm so excited. This specific topic is in relation. It was was inspired. (laughs) Yes. Inspired is the word. Yes. Inspired by the new Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher rom-com. Your place or mine? It is. That's what it's called. Yes. Okay. Because it's not very memorable. (laughs) Um, Anyway, before the movie was even released. Yes. The Netflix original. (laughs) I feel like that's an important <laughs> distinction to make, yes. Right. Um, before it was even released, they had the red carpet premiere. Mm. And at the red carpet premiere, if you... I know, I know. I saw the photos. If you look at the, the screen, screen <laughs> they were already being criticised for their chemistry. They were. Because Michael Collado on Twitter tweeted a photo of them at the red carpet and the comment is the chemistry is palpable Mm. they look so uncomfortable they do do you know i've thought about this at length and the conclusion that i've come to is that when you're like lying in in bed awake at night 
in bed, unable to sleep. This is what You're I think about. You're thinking about Reese with this being a nice and clutcher on the More red like carpet. when I'm in the shower. That's my <gasps> thinking time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was thinking not just about the red carpet, but also about the movie. Drag name. Anyway. And the conclusion that I've come to... <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Am I the funniest person alive? <laughs> no, I, well, I mean, that is also for going. context. I made a Harry style. I made a Harry Styles <laughs> shirt for the concert, and I am not joking when I say I put twelve hours of work. Oh my! Did you really into creating this logo? Oh my god! It was so Did fucking hard to recreate the Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> it looks iconic though. The Hannah Montana logo with the words Harry Styles. I it looks really good. It was really fucking hard. Mm. And then literally got delivered very late yesterday afternoon. Mm. Like But I think I'm the funniest person alive now, so it was worth <laughs> the stress. It's pretty good. If you don't get stopped, I will riot. I know. Surely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just feeling myself. Um, surely we're gonna be like on the front page of every newspaper. Surely. They're gonna be like this bitch with the pink hair. And the black hair and the blonde hair. <laughs> and this. Yes, my hair has three colors now. with the Harry Styles Hannah Montana logo. Iconic. Slay. What was I saying? You were oh, saying. Oh, yeah, these. I was thinking about these two. In the shower. And the conclusion. Where all thoughts are had. Exactly. The conclusion that I've come to is it is very much giving. Ashton Kutcher doesn't want to cheat on his wife by doing his job and pretending to be in love okay, with somebody no, else. Okay, <laughs> no. You didn't think that when you saw that. You thought that after he did that interview. What interview? He did an interview where he, him and Reese were texting and were like, people are making fun of us for this chemistry thing, but the only reason we're not like all touchy-feely is because if we were, there'd be a million articles about how we're cheating on each other's spouses. No, I didn't read that article. It was actually inspired There's by... There's no way! No, I didn't say that. It was actually inspired There's by... no way. The... Your first thought no, when seeing my first the thought. red carpet of them. Your shower thought when seeing the photo of them was, <sighs> I understand, I don't... They they wouldn't want people thinking they're, they're, they're no. cheating on each other. No, I didn't think that it was about other That's people what you thinking said. it. I think it you was said about what you Ashton said. feeling like he personally would be cheating on his wife. Why Ashton? If he... Women don't really care that much, I think. They don't think this is, like, a thing. No, it is actually specifically inspired by... um, What's his name? The dude who plays the dude in You? Penn Badgley. He was like... I don't want to do any more sex scenes. In season four because of out of respect for my commitment to my wife. And I'm like, those two things See, don't at all correlate. No, and especially exactly in a show like giving. You. Yeah. Netflix is You because, like... He's murdering and cutting people up on that show. <laughs> and by the logic that having sex, fake sex on the show yeah. is like cheating on his wife, yeah. then he should be arrested for all the people he's killed on the show. Because <laughs> then that's also real. You know? I'm not yeah. sure. The logic makes no sense to me, but that is what this lack of chemistry is giving. That's what it The logic is not like. logicking. Yeah. He was so hot in EZA. Yeah, sure. Do you not know much about EZA? I've seen EZA so many times, but I don't remember him being in it. It's probably my most watched film. Whack. Yeah. Know, this is like my fifth mint. No. You know they have fake sugar in them. <laughs> Do they? So that you explode out the back end. That only happens to you. <laughs> <laughs> Until it happens to you. <laughs> um, uh, period. Why is Wuhan trending on Twitter? I have no idea. That's so 2020. <laughs> Let's leave Twitter. 
What a scary place. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway, so that's Interesting what... that that was your first thoughts. It wasn't my first thoughts, but oh, that's... fuck, you have shower thoughts. That's my thoughts. That's the decision I've come to. Go off. You anyway, were right. You were right. As it turns out. <clears throat> but I think that's still just a cop-out, because have you seen... Oh, it is. Okay, do you remember last year... I don't think he's a very good actor. I'm sorry, Ashton. He's not. But that is, I think. See, it's this is going to sound Reeves. so fucking mean. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't. No, I'll say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going to sound so mean. But like, in the 90s and 2000s, Ashton Kutcher was a popular actor because he was hot. Yeah. He is still hot. He is. But he doesn't have that je ne sais quoi. No, he does not. He doesn't have that charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent. That he had when he was, uh, you know, young. Mm. And it's very. Wooden. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. He doesn't. He doesn't give the same charisma that I think he. There's used not to. a lot of dimension in his acting these days. Yeah, which I think it's all very one dimensional. Which twenty years into thirty years, twenty five years into his career, say mm. we now all acknowledge that he's hot. Mm-hmm. We're cool with it. Mm-hmm. It's not a novelty anymore. Mm-mm. So we're like, okay, but what else does he present us with? Yeah, there are a lot Nothing. of hot and talented. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ashton, I didn't mean to imply that you're not talented. I'm sure you're good at other things. But there are a lot of hot and talented yeah, people Yeah, good out at there, other things, so. like not showering. Hmm, that is a bit weird, isn't it? Anyway, so, yeah. In conclusion, terrible chemistry. Very bad. Do I didn't you hate wipe them. your butt? Movie. Front to back? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for women, you're not because it's in the cooch, cooch, cooch. Yeah, you're not supposed to because you can spread the germs and get infections, yeah. etc. So that's what I thought. I would have still done it the other way. Anyway. Do you what go do you in do? between, or do you like lift up to the side and go? The second option. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, cool. but I feel like we're not. I think apparently that's not really that normal. Let us know down in the comments. Do you do you wipe between the legs or from the side? From the back. Yeah, like from the side back. <laughs> like you have to kind of. Yeah, you do kind of lift or lean your weight like, on yeah. one side. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm so glad we're such a classy podcast. Um, <laughs> so yes, this topic was inspired by their lack everything. of chemistry. Yes, it was. Um, so I tasked mm-hmm. Maddie with kind of. I thought it'd be fun to each think of some movies where. The chemistry was really, really fantastic, mm-hmm. and the chemistry was really, really bad. Um, I do want to tie that back to the thought that I didn't finish. Uh, did you remember last year there was an HBO miniseries starring Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac? Literally, I was going to bring that up, yes. Yeah, so, like, on the red carpets and stuff I for don't that, know what it is. I just he know the was red fully, carpet stuff. She would, like, have her arm around him, and he'd literally be, like, stroking it and kissing it. They're both married to other people. I genuinely, when they were on the red and carpet, I was like, oh... That's so cute. They must be married in real life. And then I found out they weren't. And I was like, oh, this oh, is she's a good marketing stunt. a French guy. Love that. And I was like, oh, that's a good marketing stunt. Literally at no point did I think... They're just friends. They're best friends in real life. They're yeah, best friends. Yeah. Like, I, but I wasn't... As soon as I found out they were married, I wasn't like, oh my God, they're They cute. weren't married. Sorry. Married to other people. Married. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're I married. follow. Yeah. As soon, like, it wasn't like I was, as Ashton says... Cheating. I didn't think they were cheating. I will say, though. Have you intense. seen that show? No, I haven't. I would not be surprised if they were actually. <laughs> this is why they don't do it, Nicholas. Stop it. You're 
no, 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 no. I'm not talking about off screen. I'm talking the sex scenes filmed for the show. Oh, you think they're actually having sex? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he was definitely naked because you saw his peen. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely topless because you could see her tit. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll tr- try and find it and show it to you because okay. it's like intense. Like I, to a degree I've not seen on film before. I did you watch 365 DNI? <laughs> yeah, and even that was like, okay, fake penis. I I I follow a person on TikTok who was an intimacy coordinator and she's like guaranteed even the most convincing ones are not. I mean, to be fair, intimacy coordinators didn't exist until 2017 or 16. When did the show come out? Last year. But I'm just saying. I, I know, it's fake. I understand that. <laughs> okay, anyway, moving into the topic. But all clues lead to penetration. <laughs> okay, anyway, so I've got four in each category for pieces of media. Go off. I know. Am I the moment? You yes. are the moment. Yes. I don't How think many I do have four have? for each. One, two, three, four, five... Six. I have six in total. Fair. Okay, shall I start Seven. then? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do, like... We'll do all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. You uh, speaking of start? chemistry, not a day goes by where I don't think about the scene and everything, everywhere, all at once, when it's flashing through all the multiverses and, and you're hearing the conversation happen in the... um movie star universe where she's a movie star and he's like mm-hmm. super rich as well and he's like in, in another life, life i would have been happy doing just doing laundry with laundry you. and taxes with you yeah literally chills right now <laughs> that heart hurts my heart like oh bless <laughs> that shit oscar winning yeah that was intense that fucked me up it still fucks me up 11 out of 10 and that's why i'm saying chemistry they they did <sighs> Do you want to start with bad chemistry or good? Let's start with good. Okay. To set the bar. Okay. Go. Okay, well, also inspired by what we recently saw, Titanic, Rose and Jack, obviously. Leonardo DiCaprio. We'll talk about that another week because I have a whole topic planned on that. Okay, that's fair. Um, But, yeah, I agree with their chemistry, yeah. I think, I think a lot of their... I think a lot of their chemistry comes from their individual. Uh, I can't believe it wasn't an immediate emphatic yeah. I'm shook. Shook. Hi, shook. I'm Nick. All of mine are straight couples, by the way. So if this is going to affect the way that you react to them all. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think a lot of their on screen chemistry had to do with the fact that they were both giving it. 110% in the acting category. I'm saying that their chemistry was very reliant on the fact that they were both very charismatic individually. And there was still very lot of chemistry. There was I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just <laughs> saying it's a thing. And I think that's why the chemistry was so good. Yeah. Is because each of them as people and as actors... Yes, it was very well-rounded. ...were engaging individually. Mm. So then when they were together, of course it's engaging. Um when some of the other stuff it's like 
separately the two actors are fine and then when they're together that's when it becomes engaging you know but they were yeah, engaging the whole time interesting yeah. interesting okay what's yours oh my first one yeah call me by your name I know we're not meant to talk about Mr. Cannibal, Cannibal Lecter. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, yeah. But I think in modern film, yeah. Call Me By Your Name has some of the best chemistry in film in the last 10 years. Um, literally everything from, like, the longing glances to... Yeah. There's that scene on the hill where I think Army Hammer said his ding-dong fell out. Because the shorts were so short. <laughs> He's actually said that multiple times they had to CGI his penis out. Anyway. Um, there's that scene on the hill where they're like just like play wrestling and being stupid and it's like insane. <laughs> like the I honestly insane. I don't remember it that well, so I like I I've seen it a couple of times, but I don't remember it that well, so I don't know. I don't think I can have a an opinion on that, except for a yes I agree. It was very it was very good. It was very good. It was very good. Okay, my next one is, um, I don't remember the names of the characters, but Rachel Wise and Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. I've not seen The Mummy since I was like seven. So I You're don't... missing out. It's fucking fantastic. But the audience who has seen it will absolutely agree with me. <laughs> Let's ask the audience. <laughs> okay, your next um, one. <laughs> interesting, but... Is their chemistry good or is it just yes. like the circumstances of the plot? No, their chemistry. Like because they're on high octane adventures, it's like. No, I don't think so because their romance, independent of the story, is also really, really good. Um, Interesting. And then, yes, their chemistry is also fantastic. I can't believe you haven't seen that movie. You would fucking love that movie. Maybe it's just because I love it that I think you'd love it. <laughs> okay. Um, next. My next chemistry, good chemistry movie, is Jennifer's Body. Interesting. Okay. Did you say you'd seen it? I have seen it, but ages ago, so. Okay, well, specifically I'm talking about Amanda Seyfried and um, Megan Fox's characters. That is who I also immediately assumed. (laughs) The way that they portray a best friend relationship. Yeah. That has these deeper undertones yeah yeah and it's never just oh they're besties it's they're besties but it's like yeah deep. There's some i don't know if it's sexual but it's really intense and yeah. really deep yeah and then when it does turn sexual at some point in the film yeah briefly it's like palpable yeah no that one was very intense you're right Even, like i i again i only seen that once and it was and really then like their final fight scene it. yeah spoiler alert if you haven't seen it which you should it's a fucking fantastic movie ahead of its time um, it was ahead of its time their final fight scene when amanda seyfried needy mm. actually kills jennifer so good it's like sexual <laughs> and like animalistic <laughs> and intense yeah they did so good with that film and like it's very obviously parallel paralleling You know, it's like um, in parallel with the mm. with the sec with the makeout scene. Mm. Um, I don't know. The whole movie is fantastic. The two of them together are phenom. And I will That's also so say true. that even Amanda Seyfried with her boyfriend character in the movie is really good, and they are a convincing couple. That. So he plays like an annoying, kind of prudish teen boy. So it's like hard to like him, mm. but because she's the one with him, it's like okay, I like him. Mm. She does all the heavy lifting. Fair. Anyway, do you have more? 
Yeah, I've got two more. Um, my next one, I don't know if you've seen the 2005 Pride and Prejudice, but Elizabeth and Darcy, Kira Knightley, and oh God, I think what's his name? Something McFadden. From Succession. Fucking fantastic. <clears throat> fantastic. And they don't even kiss in that film, and it's still... Does she show ankle? kiss. No. There's this one scene, though, where he, like, helps her get up onto the cart, and it's the first time they ever touch each other, and then as he walks away, it pans into his hands, and he, like, clenches his hand as he walks away, and it's like, oh, wow, why is that the hottest thing I've ever seen? I got it. Yeah. Anyway. Do you have anything else for the good? I do have one more. Um, okay. But interesting... You should watch Succession because he's fucking fantastic in that as well. Okay. Um, my last one, it's not necessarily the movie I'm talking about. It's the, it's what it represents. Okay. Um, Ticket to Paradise, George Clooney and um, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not even specifically talking about them in that film. They always do have very good chemistry. I'm talking about them in. representing the 90s, early 2000s yes. rom-com romance genre yes. of George Clooney's and all of them, you know? Yes. The George Clooney's and Julie Roberts being... Yes. Phenomenal chemistry. Like, my best yeah. friend's wedding and all yeah. that kind of shit, yeah. you know? Yes, yes, yes. I do know. I do know. So that's... I'm just using Chicken to Paradise because it's recent. Um, Fair. Yeah. That's so true. I think Julia those, Roberts has... Is just You know how, like, we any... used to have, like, movie stars? Yeah. And people claim we don't have them anymore, which you argue for against whatever. The way that those movie stars would mm. have chemistry with each other. They were the crazy. The Jennifer Aniston's and shit. Like, yeah. Crazy. Very crazy. When Jennifer Aniston can have insane chemistry with, like, Adam Sandler. <laughs> I know! And along came Polly, you know? Very accurate. I want to make a movie. No, I have to do my other one. Called Along Came Polly. <laughs> but it's, like, P-O-L-Y. And it's, like, a polyamorous... <laughs> Iconic. Trouble. Iconic. Like Along Came Polly. I think that's hilarious. That is pretty good. It's a pretty good title. I have so many movie ideas on here that I'm... Okay, my next one is, again, I can't remember their names, but Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor in Moulin Rouge. Have you seen that film? Yeah. I've watched it when you watched it. Really? I don't agree with this one. Really? Mm. (laughs) Hmm. I don't blame them. Do you just not like the romance? No, I think, personally, I think that Baz Luhrmann gets in his own way. Oh, see, I generally Um, agree with that, but not for this film. I even think with this film. I think that, um... We can agree to disagree. I will say, though, that it is is definitely a movie that you either love or you hate. Like, I totally... Like, it's not something that I could convince anyone to like if they didn't dislike it, you know? Because it's so weird. No, I don't think it's that weird. I think Baz Luhrmann makes movies for a mainstream audience. It's not that he's weird. You're not a fucking quirky girl, quirky girl things. <laughs> I'm not saying okay. I am. I'm not saying For liking I am. a Baz Luhrmann movie? Come oh on. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. The way you just take words out of my mouth and use them in a different context. <laughs> but I, I, I think he... Yeah, no, I don't know. Even Romeo plus Juliet, I think he's still got in his way there. Okay, the chemistry between Leo DiCaprio and whoever that lady was was insane in that film as well. Claire Danes? Yeah. Anyway, bad. Put some respect on Claire Danes' name, if that's her name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bad. I've got four for this. I, I I think we need to make a rule on this podcast to ban 
anything to do with Baz Luhrmann or talk about Baz Luhrmann because I've got nothing but negative opinions on him. No. So we're never going to have like a reasonable conversation about anything. We don't need to have a reasonable conversation. So forget that last one. Right. That one didn't happen. It did. And Um, the people will agree with me. Okay. Bad. I have four for this. Do you have four? Do you have three? Do you have two? I'll start. I have two. Okay. Well, my first one, obviously, because it's what sparked all of this, your place or mine. Oh, okay. Well, then I have three. That. <laughs> Your place or mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I could talk for a long time about how horrific this was, but my main issue, I mean, the chemistry obviously was very bad, but it was absolutely- Between the two leads. Yeah. The chemistry between Reese Witherspoon and Jesse Williams. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. That was there. That was there. Um, but the other real big issue is not only was the chemistry lacking, but the story in and of itself also got in the way of the romance of this because they were on screen together for like five minutes. They were in different cities across the other side of the country, the whole film. It's literally a two hour film. Bad. And they are not together for 95% of it. It's horrific. I don't know why they thought, I know, we'll make a movie. Where the leads don't even have to be I know. on screen together because there's that much backstory and history between yeah. them. And the best part is we're not going to show you the history yeah. or the backstory or their relationship. <laughs> it's so weird. You're just going to get a flashback at the beginning and them on phone calls and that's it. Honestly, the best part of the whole film was when they were having that argument in the airport. Like that was the most exciting bit and it was the most exciting like chemistry between Ashton and Reese was when they were arguing. And then as soon as they like got over the argument and they were forgiving each other and kissing, it was like, Oh, this is back to being really boring again. I do actually think that their chemistry in that airport scene where they were making out was good. Yeah. Well, it wasn't as bad as earlier, but the rest of the fucking film. Yeah. Cause they're obviously talking to no one on the other side of the phone when filming. Yeah. It's so bland. It really is. And I also do still think that, um, the Jesse Williams character. Yes. Kind of, overshadowed any other relationship well, in the again, film. Well, again, why would you have... You don't introduce a secondary character that is more likable as because they're spending... Well, not necessarily more likable, but is likable and is spending more time with the female lead. Like, yeah, we're going to root for the relationship, yeah. relationship that we see form. Exactly. Or not, not even... It's off-screen. not even necessarily about rooting for it over that than the Ashton Kutcher one. It's just more about being like, oh, now I feel sad for him and I don't care about the other two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Fair. Anyway, what's yours? Fifty Shades of Grey. Good one. Very good one. Hmm. Horrific. And the two sequels. I absolutely will put that down to... Jamie Dornan. Whatever her other name is. What's her name? Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson was way more interesting than he was. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, don't I get don't me even... wrong. It takes two to tango with the chemistry of it all. But I don't think I see. This is a weird comparison to make. To me, they give sibling vibes. In all I of didn't my... get that. It just felt so wooden to me. But in, like, all of their interviews and stuff in the press, it was, like, they were friends, but it was, like, banter friends. Yeah. They never had any deep conversations. Like, they weren't actually close. Yes. It was just, like, dunking on each other. Yeah. That's fair. And I I don't... don't... Again, though, to be fair, so much of it would be to do with the script and the directing. Very, very true. I don't think um, Sam Taylor Johnson... Yes. My next one, (laughs) you're gonna love... Marry me with J Lo and Wilson. <laughs> Horrific. Period. So okay. Bad. Interesting. 
so <clears> bad. Was their chemistry bad or was the movie bad? Both. I don't remember their chemistry being that bad. Really? I maybe remember I it being an odd it. couple. Yeah, maybe I just remember it being bad because the movie was bad. It's very possible. I do think that they kind of limited themselves by casting those two in the leads. Yes. So I do agree. <laughs> Ultimately, I do agree. <laughs> okay, what's your next one? Um, uh, Shotgun Wedding starring J-Lo and Josh Duhamel. Interesting. Du- du- I haven't seen it. Duhamel? Du- du- Jamal. Jamal. I've got no idea. Shelley Duvall. <laughs> anyway. I haven't seen um, that one. Their chemistry is shit in this movie and they're literally meant to be a couple about to be get married and it's not even like the scripted bickering that's bad it's their chemistry is terrible Oof. that sucks um i don't know if that has something to do with the fact that it was originally army hammer cast in his role but then he like got outed as a cannibal and a sexual abuser so they recast him um last minute so i don't know if it has is anything that a to do with that film? huh is shotgun winning a recent film yeah it came out like two months ago not even like a month Stop. ago. I thought you were talking about the one from like 2007. No. I'm talking about the one that just came out. That's so funny. The only good part about the movie is Jennifer Coolidge. Um, she is an icon. Okay, my next one is not a romance film, but it sticks out as being so bad, so I've written it down. Um, Cara Delvine and Dane, whatever his face, from Valerian. Were they and, a romantic couple in the yes, film? Yes, they were. Okay. And that's yeah. how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. I think that's because Dane DeHaan gives sociopath and Cara Delvin gives... Nothing. Questionable acting. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Okay, yours. I will say, Cara Delvin was in the newest season of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. And she was enjoyable in that. Love that for her. Gross. And apparently she's good in Carnival Row, but I've not seen that. I haven't seen that either. <clears throat> I have two outliers slash honourable mentions. Okay, well, I have one more. Oh, do you have one more bad? Bad, yeah. Oh, go. Uh, Black Widow and the Hulk in Avengers Age oh, of Ultron. period, dot. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not a romance film, but so bad that it deserves a mention. <laughs> so, Truly, yeah, deeply feel that. Were the relationships in, like, Buffy and stuff good? For people who don't know, the correlation there is Joss Whedon is the right, Joss Whedon is the right yeah. director. Um, some of them were. Some of them were really, really good, but some of them were questionable. Because, like, I feel like, from my limited limited knowledge on Buffy, so much of the romance and shit in that TV show was, like, the, um, the will-they-won't-they they and the fans shipping Spike and Buffy or Angel and Buffy mm. without anything explicitly happening for, like, seasons at a time. Angel and Buffy got together in the first season. So they got together within like five episodes, but then Angel left. They were again, they were on and off for about three seasons. And then he left at the end of the third. And then Spike became a main character in the fourth. And they didn't, it became explicit that he was in love with her in the fifth. And then they didn't get together until the sixth. But it was like questionable getting together. It was more of a friends with benefits situation. Right. Interesting. But he remained to be in love with her throughout the rest of the series, and he died for her at the end. Spoiler. I'm trying to think of what else Joss Whedon... Anyway, whatever. Um, my honourable <laughs> mentions are... It's a TV show, so it's not a movie, but... Right. Um, uh, Nick Offerman and... Um, what are you doing? Mum just texted me, yeah. Mari Bartlett in The Last of Us Episode 3. Yeah. That shit fucked me up. Their chemistry was so good. 
and the episode was so that good. was that was so good. it destroyed me and like millions of other people yeah that was intense emotionally yeah so that's an honorable mention my other honorable honorable mention mm-hmm. is um a new movie that just came out a few weeks ago called somebody i used to know on amazon prime interesting it's directed by dave franco and starring his wife um okay allison brie okay um, married. wow <clears throat> like hottest couple in existence um <laughs> but anyway it's it's like kind of like a deconstruction of a romance rom-com movie interesting it's really fucking good um i really really loved it um and i believe it was purposeful yeah but her and the person she's chasing after in the film mm-hmm. the guy don't specifically have a huge amount of chemistry interesting nor does the person that he's actually in a relationship with, the um, girl that he's actually in it. But anyway. But Alison Brie has insane chemistry with other characters <sighs> in the film. There's specifically one other character in the film that she kisses in it that the chemistry, while not explicitly romantic, the chemistry's insane. Mm. Um, and I don't want to say it because it'll spoil it, but go watch it. <laughs> um, it's on Prime. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wanted to mention that because I just watched it a few days ago and loved mm-hmm. it. Um Fair. We didn't really have anything meaningful to say. We just wanted to kind of bring it up, explore, and poke fun at, and think about chemistry in movies. Because I don't think. Do, I think do you think there's something, perhaps, that the actors do, or in the script, or the directing, or the film itself? Do you think there's something they can do to make the chemistry appear on screen great? Or do you think that it's kind of just you have it or you don't? I think it can definitely be enhanced by the script and by a director, but I do think it also is an inherent they either have it or they don't. But that's what they do. Screen tests. Yeah, exactly. So that they can try and find... Which is why it always confuses me when people don't, because I'm like, Mm. (laughs) what happened here? (laughs) You were supposed to cast people that, you know... um, but it definitely can be, I think, enhanced by a script or by a particular set of characters that are, like, that you as a person think should be together. So then maybe that's together. the problem with movies like Your Place or Mine. Yeah. They clearly didn't screen test and they clearly didn't audition. Yeah. It was very much just a Reese Witherspoon's producing this movie. I'm going to star in it because I want to because I own the production company and I can. Yes. And I'm going to call out my friend, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, maybe. And it's no, there's no screen test. There's no uh, chemistry yeah. test. There's no audition process. Yeah. So maybe if we looked deeper into it, it's very much that. Very possible. Very possible. Because it would be the same with, like, um, Shotgun Wedding with J-Lo. Well, any movie with J-Lo. Yeah. You know, and Owen Wilson. They're not going to put them through screen testing and audition processes. Mm, It depends, I reckon. But I think they do sometimes, occasionally still do. I can't imagine they would with names like that. I think they do. I don't know. I think it depends on the movie and at what point that they're being cast. Well, like, that's the thing. It's not even so much as casting as being attached to. Yeah. Yeah. When you're that big of a name. Yeah. Um, that's All right. Anyway, we got to go. I'm sorry. We have to cut it short. Um, well, you haven't cut it short. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, my what the fuck of the week this week oh, fuck. is how in shock I am that I was able to convince Madison Muller to watch <laughs> The Last of Us Weekly. 
I honestly, same. And I will say that the main reason it happened, it was definitely a combination of your peer pressure, but I think it was just because at the specific moment in time that I started to watch it, I just needed something to watch with mum and dad. Mm. And you'd been in my ear about how amazing it is. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we can give this a go. <laughs> so it was a combination. <laughs> like, if it you had It's kind been- of a good show to watch with yeah. adult family. Yeah. Like, as an adult, watch with your family. Because there's not really any, like, sexy nudity, so there's no yes. awkward in that respect. Yeah. It's more just, like, violence yeah. and non-sexual nudity. Yep. So that's I why I, I, that. I think I was also... You said... I think you asked, can I watch it with my parents? I can't remember. And I was like, yes. Do it. Do it. Well, okay, I'm going to... Just piggyback off of yours and say that I cannot believe... That 2013 BBC had the absolute audacity to make me cry multiple times over Top Two. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to talk about the stuff we watch next time because, y'all, Maddie's finally watched Doctor Who. I have. And she's. I'm living us. my absolute best life, but also I am an emotional wreck. So valid. Constantly. Yeah, yeah which of course got me then obsessed and I rewatched the first two seasons. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't bring myself to finish. I watched um You couldn't watch Doomsday. Half of the season two finale, yeah. So, so I, 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 that I, was I stopped intense. before. <laughs> they were separated for yeah, good. Yeah, that fucked me up. So fair. So um, fair. But it finally got me to finish to um pick up back where I finished ten like uh, five years ago, which was the Jodie Whittaker's first season. Um, yeah. And her first her season is great. I'm I've watched I think the first four of her first season. Iconic. And they're really fucking good. I'm very excited for Jodie. I'm I'm just about to, for reference, everyone. I've just finished Matt Smith, so I haven't started Capaldi yet. Um, but I'm, Capaldi takes a minute to get into because he plays a darker Doctor, but you will get there. I'm kind by, of like, excited. By like the end of his first season, I was fully in. I'm excited by a darker Doctor. By a darker Doctor. doctor. Oh, by a doctor. <laughs> I'm excited by a darker Doctor, but I do see how it would take a minute to get into. I think just because he's like they've gone like, out of the traditional mould of making him... Well, traditional, the 2005 traditional, of making him young. Mm. So it will be interesting to see the difference here. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited. I'm keen. Mm. I'm ready. Bless. Give it to me. Okay. Well, I'll be <laughs> signing off. Yes. Um, If you would like to follow the podcast, you can. Yeah. On Instagram and YouTube and shit. Mm-hmm. At WTFIH podcast. Mm-hmm. Um... Also on TikTok. Our TikTok and Instagram are kind of the places that's poppin'. poppin'. <laughs> Raising the roof to the max. Um, so definitely go follow us there. All the links are down below as usual. If you want to follow me, you can on Twitter and TikTok. Even though Twitter's like falling apart. Um, and I see underscore sushi. What about you? I'm in the middle of changing all my handles at the moment. So, so I'll nothing. wait until next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> We're excited to be back. It's fun. We are excited. And we will to be, be back, back weekly. We, yes. We're considering maybe doing a bit more, a bit more of a um, structured seasons. Yes. Undecided still, but you will be the first to find out. Yeah. <laughs> After us. <laughs> After us, a coin. Um, cute, stunning, fresh. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to what the fuck is no, happening podcast. Hey, you want to say bye? Bye. <laughs>
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 